you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Pepsi. This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, we got a huge, huge win in week two. Uh, how are you feeling about this week three game? Uh, I, I, you know, this is the first one that going into the game, I'm starting to have a little bit of, of you know, stomach issues and, and, and nervous <laughs> butterflies and that sort of thing. So uh, I, I think, you know, we're in week three, so we start to know a little bit more about these teams. Uh, and I think the things that I know about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks uh, are are basically that I don't want to have to face them this weekend if we don't have to. Yeah, Russell Wilson uh, on the season has nine touchdowns and only 11 incompletions. A few of them are dropped, so he, I mean, he just hasn't missed this year. He's absolutely fantastic. Uh, they've got two monsters on the outside and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So uh, this is a, a really, really good Seattle team. It's going to be a great test for the Cowboys. Um, let's go ahead and start our game preview. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question that defensive coordinators have <laughs> not been able to figure out. So please give us some wisdom here. How do you stop Russell Wilson, man? Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm trying to hold out for some cash from some of these NFL teams if I had the answer for that. But, uh, you know, I think the real question for the Cowboys is, how are they going to stop Russell Wilson with who they have out in the field? Because, you know, as the week has gone on, it feels like there's been more injuries added to the, the especially the cornerback depth uh, and, and the roster already has endured as as much injury as any team in the league. And, and I, so I think, you know, one of the questions that I have is, are they going to drop, you know, more into coverage to try to, to try to compensate for the players that they've got? Or in in hope that you know maybe Alden Smith and Demarcus Lawrence can kind of get it together as pass rushers and come after Russell Wilson and make him make a mistake, or do they try to go the other route and and really attack Russell Wilson with with blitzes and and hope for the best and and then just try to disrupt DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett on the line of scrimmage and disrupt their pattern so they can't you know, get into their route in time for for before Russell Wilson gets taken down by the blitz, but. Either way, I feel like you know the previous two teams that have faced Seattle have tried both of these routes, and neither have really worked very well. You can play man, man, if you want against these receivers, if you've got the guys to do it. Which I mean, maybe the Cowboys don't even have the team to field that at this point. But if you do that, you're going to also face Russell Wilson running against a whole bunch of defenders that have their backs turned and not facing him. So he's going to take huge chunks out of your field just with his legs if if, if nobody's open. Yeah, we could talk about those receivers in just a second because, you know, they might be one of the best duo of receivers in the league with their ability to get down the field to make plays. But where the Cowboys might have an advantage in this game, at least on paper, is in the trenches, right? 
Uh, you look at Seattle's offensive line, and there's some names there that are not bad. I think Dwayne Brown's a pretty good player. Uh, Damian Lewis is a rookie um, who, you know, he played well the first couple weeks of the season. Uh, but I don't think anybody's calling them a great offensive line. Uh, on paper, the Cowboys have, you know, guys to get after the quarterback with. Demarcus Lawrence and Everson Griffin and Alden Smith and Tyrone Crawford. Do you think that front four of the Cowboys will have any luck against this offensive line of Seattle? I mean, I think they will, but the but the problem is ultimately you can get past that offensive line, and then now what's happened? You've got Russell Wilson breaking the pocket, escaping outside, and that's where he's at his most dangerous. So uh, even that is something that they're going to have to be very careful. And you know, they kind of employ that sort of mush rush where it's a slow rush to the quarterback, and you just make sure that you're containing him while you're trying to get after him and hope that you could force a mistake, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 the eternal question with him. You don't, and it's really like goes back to the kind of the Aaron Rodgers playbook. It's like you don't really want Aaron Rodgers to break contain and get outside because that's where he's at his absolute da- most dangerous. And the same with Russell Wilson. So I, I think they're gonna you know have to contain him while also trying to beat their individual guys in in the rush, but also winning one-on-one pass rushes while maintaining their lanes to make sure that he doesn't just escape out of the front of the pocket and, you know, like I said, potentially take advantage of man coverage where no one's looking at the quarterback. Now, the Cowboys have had success against Russell Wilson in the past, and a lot of the reasons are they they can get pressure with a front four. Um, Under Rod Marinelli in 2014, um, and even in the playoff game in 2018, uh, the Cowboys were pretty disciplined with their pass rush. And if they can do that, if they can force Russell Wilson to hold on to the ball a little longer than he wants to, um, you can win. The problem gets to be now that Seattle is, quote-unquote, letting him cook, uh, they're no longer getting into these long third downs because of a run-heavy attack, right? They they are you know making plays down the field. You mentioned the receivers. Uh, the Cowboys, Cowboys are going to struggle with those guys this week, and I think they would struggle with them fully healthy. But uh, Chidobe Awuzie, their best cornerback, um, is going to miss the next couple weeks with a hamstring injury. Anthony Brown, their slot corner, is dealing with a rib injury. He's on the injured reserve list. Uh, Trevon Diggs has a banged-up shoulder, and he's a rookie. Then you have Jordan Lewis is coming back from a high ankle sprain. Uh, so a beat-up Cowboys secondary. How do you think they match up with these uh, these wide receivers? it's not great you know i mean i think that the the issue is that they need these guys to hold up a little bit if they're going to try to kind of slow rush russell wilson but the problem is is that you know these guys are big and fast and i think that maybe trayvon diggs can you know in a couple of of these snaps disrupt dk metcalf in his route and, and and you know disrupt him from getting up the field quickly but i don't know that he can run for it with him stride for stride down the field because i don't know that there's a lot of cornerbacks who can do that and, and even if they could you're still dealing with such a large human being that at the catch point it becomes really da- uh, you know dangerous for any cornerback i mean new england had, had a defensive player of the year on him last week and and look what look what happened so I, I'm kind of of the mind that maybe you have to find a way to come after uh, come after Russell Wilson early in these downs. You have to blitz early because otherwise, if you don't, if, if you if they're just going to allow him to, you know, the only way you could beat Russell Wilson before was uh, Seattle would run the ball early and they would eventually get themselves caught into a situation where they were in, like you said, a long down and distance that was disadvantageous for their offensive line. 
with, if they're going to be throwing the ball on early downs to avoid that, you've now taken away that way of, of taking advantage of that offensive line. So I think you have to find a way to attack them early in the downs, not just you know a third down, because they're going to be passing early on the downs as well. Find a way to get them behind uh, on the down and distance by forcing an incompletion early. And then on third down, that's really when you have to – you know, play with their minds. Are you coming? Are you not coming? Uh, send a blitz, disrupt their routes, find a way to get off the field and, and just hope that a guy who hasn't made a lot of mistakes yet uh, makes a mistake. Seattle's going to put up a ton of yardage in this game, whether they decided to run the ball, whether they decided to pass it, um, you know, that's inevitable. Um, but what the Cowboys have to do is they have to be able to find ways to get them off the field in the red zone. They can't afford um, to let them score touchdowns on every trip inside you know, the 10, 15-yard line. Make them kick field goals, force them into some difficult decisions on you know, fourth down and two, fourth down and three. See how aggressive Pete Carroll wants to be in those situations, and that will give the Cowboys a chance to win. Um, we, we talked about this earlier the week, in the week in the podcast, but um, the Cowboys might have to live with Seattle running the ball right down their throats because at the very least they're not giving up big chunk plays down the field. Uh, so don't be surprised if Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde have big, big games in this contest. Uh, let's pause so I can tell you guys about NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays. And you can see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game and every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many, many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archives. Go to nfl.com slash Game Pass today to start your free trial. Okay, Landon, let's flip to the other side of the ball, the Cowboys offense against the Seahawks defense. Again, on paper, you would think the Cowboys would have an advantage here uh, with their weapons on the outside, with Dak Prescott at quarterback. How do you think the Cowboys' offense matches up with the Seattle defense? Yeah, I feel a lot more confident here. I just feel like the, the Cowboys' offense started to really pull it together in the second half. I think they found out that tempo is something that they can really help to use to help their young offensive tackles. We don't really know the status of Tyron Smith yet. We don't really know... Uh, who's playing the opposite of him if it's just Tyron Smith uh, coming back. It may end up being that we're going to see both Steele and Knight again uh, 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 on Sunday. But I think that you know, likely what we'll see is, is that the Cowboys are going to be able to throw the football pretty well against this Seattle secondary. I think that you know they've had struggles covering anybody, and even the addition of Jamal Adams – uh, uh, to the defensive backfield has helped in a, a wide variety of ways, maybe th- at the most as a pass rusher. But mm-hmm. I think that yeah. the, the, co- the coverage in the, in the back end with Seattle has still been very, very poor. Uh, and like I mentioned, combine that with the, the fact that the front four that they have has needed Jamal Adams to come in and be a pass rusher for them because they're so bad. Uh, I, I think that Dallas is going to have lots of opportunity to throw the ball all over the yard. So, uh, and especially with you know the with what's going on on the other side with with Russell Wilson being the quarterback on the other field side of the field, 
this could be a, a, a game where both teams are scoring big points as they just try to chase each other up and down the field because they're going against very inferior and outmatched defenses. Yeah, the Cowboys are having some problems on their offensive line. We'll see about the status of Tyron. According to uh, Stephen Jones, the Cowboys are more optimistic about Tyron potentially being available in this game. Uh, you have to feel better about Brandon Knight, who played left tackle last week, uh, played really well. Uh, so if they have to use Brandon Knight in this game at left tackle, I think they'll be okay. Seattle's front four. Let, let's go ahead and talk about them. Uh, some guys that you should you should remember, right? A Demontre Moore, a Benson Mayowa, uh, their interior, their defensive line. You know, they have some talent with Jerron Reed and Puna Ford. They're really counting on second-year defensive end LJ Collier from TCU to, to create some pressure. Uh, but none of those guys up front really terrify you as pass rushers. Again, Jerron Reed and Puna Ford, more run defenders than pass rushers. Um if the Cowboys can protect Dak Prescott up front, and we expect that to happen, he should be in business for you know a monster day, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you, you covered it right. I mean, Jerron Reed is definitely the kind of crown jewel of this defensive line, and, and you know he had a 10-and-a-half-sack season, uh, I think his rookie year. It's been several mm-hmm. years since then, and hasn't quite put anything close to that uh, together in these last few years, whether it be just underperforming or injury. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, the fact that they're starting a Benson Mayoa at, at defensive end, I mean, like he was a guy that when he was with the Cowboys several years ago, uh, you know, I think they had hoped he would top out as, as, a, as a six sack guy. And I think that's kind of perpetually what he is. I don't know that, you know, I, 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 he, he'll give you a rush or two for sure. On, you know, you know uh, and that'll you know, kind of challenge you. But he's not a guy who is going to wreck your game plan. And LJ Collier... You know, LJ Collier just was was over drafted in the first place, I think, by Seattle, and he's and he's underperformed from that. So, uh, I you know they have some younger guys in Alton Robinson. You mentioned Demontre Moore, but they really don't have anything up front to kind of threaten the Cowboys. And really, the the, the problems the Cowboys have had so far this season have been all based on the pass rush and and and, and offensive line because of the of these injuries. So. And Seattle has even less to offer as a threat than Atlanta did last week. So I do feel confident that hopefully the Cowboys should be able to hold up for protection. They have another game under their belt. I think they have a, they got their arms around exactly the best way to, to use these tackles and protect their quarterback. Uh, and then, again, the secondary doesn't have the talent. I mean, outside Jamal Adams, who you know is defensive MVP-type candidate, and he's going to be him and Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright are going to be all over the middle of this defense, all over the middle of the field. But there's so many victories, there's so many battles that you can win on the outside that, frankly, the Cowboys can mostly avoid that while you know maybe running the ball inside you know, on third and shorts and second down. I want to talk about those linebackers really quickly because – uh, a lot of big names, right? Bobby Wagner is still one of the best in the league. K.J. Wright's been around forever. Uh, I saw a report today from Seahawks Wire that Jordan Brooks, their first-round pick from Texas Tech, is expected to start in this game. Uh, we saw the Cowboys last or last week just eat up the Falcons linebackers, and that's with Deion Jones, who is one of the best in the league. Um, how do you think those linebackers can impact the game, and how can the t- Cowboys take advantage uh, of what they can do on defense? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when they weren't using uh, uh, tempo, they were using a lot of play action. They were using more motion last week, which I think was, was you know, a lot of what you saw affecting these the linebackers. Um, so I think, that, you know, more of that certainly can help. I mean, frankly, 
the the mismatch the the talent disparity is is so concentrated at the linebacker position that maybe what you do is just kind of avoid them i mean bobby yeah, wagner yeah. is a, a hall of fame player and kj wright is a guy who you know probably is on that level or just a step just a step below and, and is, has always been just a fantastic linebacker uh, to the point where jordan brooks is you know was drafted the first round and and they've been still start, starting kj wright a, a lot playing him a lot more so you know I think really maybe the best thing to do is the, the the Seattle defense has provided you kind of a geographical hole in their defense to where mm-hmm. you know they don't have as much talent and that's not the middle of the defense it's everywhere on the outside so I think you try to attack the outside make these guys run to the permit perimeter make these guys get to the outside to help out the rest of their teammates and then when they start getting comfortable running to the outside, that's when you start hitting them in the mouth in the inside and you hit Zeke with draws or, 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 or you know, inside runs out of shotgun that, you know, will will take advantage of them trying to cheat outside to help their, the, you know, the, the people that might be struggling in the matchups on the outside. Yeah, let's talk about the Cowboys rushing attack because I'm curious to, to see if they can run against this defense. We talked about their struggles as pass rushers, but again, Jaron Reed and Puna Ford are good up front. We talked about those linebackers. Do you think the Cowboys will have a lot of success running uh, against Seattle? It's worth noting that on the season, Ezekiel Elliott is averaging five yards a carry against six or fewer defenders in the box. Uh, You would think with the Cowboys being in 11 personnel, which is three receivers, one tight end, and one running back, Seattle's going to have no choice but to play nickel. I'm sure they're going to bring down Jamal Adams in the box to help with the run. Uh, but do you envision the Cowboys being able to run the ball in this contest? I mean, you say that, Marcus, but this is a team that last year spent a whole lot of time playing base defense against nickel looks. So, I, you know, I, I do wonder if they if they are going to start playing three linebackers, and if they do, then maybe the Cowboys really do need to throw the ball all over the yard because they do have like I mentioned, two incredible linebackers and then a third first rounder type that they can bring in as well. So if they're going to run the football against this team, they have had success in the past, despite this being an incredible run defense team traditionally. Um, But I think that really it needs to kind of be a a pass creating for the run game more than other ones, just simply because if if you're trying if you bang your head against the wall of trying to you know establish the run which i'm sure is a phrase that you love hearing of course uh, yeah i i i think that you're going to really have problems because this is a team that is is that plays right into their hands they they want you to try to run to run the football because they have pieces to stop that it's when you throw the football that they don't really have the horses or the talent at at the correct positions to really kind of stop what you're what you're doing yeah it's going to be interesting to see what they do because you know as we mentioned before jordan brooks is expected to start um, and i wonder if that has to do with marquis blair their safety uh who actually tore his acl in week two um they like to play a lot of three safety looks with jamal adams in the box quadre Diggs playing as like a, a free safety uh you know or sometimes you know in the slot and then having blair in the very back it's going to be interesting because i do think Seattle is going to probably try to play base as much as possible because it fits their personnel. They're going to want to keep Jamal Adams close to the line of scrimmage. They're going to want to keep Jordan Brooks there as well. Um, So the Cowboys, if they spread them out and they're looking at three receiver sets uh, with Dalton Schultz split out wide, I'm just curious to see how Seattle matches that. 
Um, one last thing before we move on. I want to talk about these cornerbacks because they have Shaquille, uh, Shaquille Griffin, um, Quinton Dunbar, who played for Washington for a long time, who the Cowboys are familiar with. Uh, both have struggled a little bit to start the season. Uh, Dunbar was pro football focus's second best cornerback uh, last year. Uh, this year he is struggling out of the gate. Now maybe that could be the transition to a new team. How do you think these Cowboys wide receivers with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb match up against the Seattle secondary? It's it's the matchup that, that the Cowboys should exploit the most. I mean, I I've, I've you know kind of can't beat my head on this anymore. But I think that this is where the Cowboys should should make their living in this game. I, I just think that it's not just the it's not just the the play of these guys. It's the fact that they're still kind of playing in that very basic you know cover one cover three defense that the Cowboys know all about and these receivers know all about and know all the tricks and tips to because they've been running against it every single day and practice for these last few years so I, I think the Cowboys should you know lean heavily on attacking these guys they understand how to run routes against the coverages that these guys are going to be running there's nothing that's going to be up front that's really going to threaten the quarterback too much they should take advantage of the of the time that Dak should have in the pocket and allow these guys to run longer developing routes if they need to to get the ball down the field and attack because I, I guarantee you Russell Wilson will be doing the the same thing on the other side, and if that's the, that should be the only motivation you need, uh, the spot outside of the talent disparity, to attack these cornerbacks early and often with the, the what you have at wide receiver. How many points should the Cowboys' offense score in this game? I mean, assuming you know we play this game ten times, what's the average amount you think they score? 27, 28? Because that kind of feels like the right number to me. Yeah, I mean, it better be close to that. I, I have to. Th- I. I, you know, I feel like I'm not going to be comfortable with short of 30 or 35 points I mean, yeah. I, just because I think their offense could score that many points against our defense. I mean, and that's not necessarily an indictment on our defense, though it kind of is. It's more, But it's more <laughs> an indictment on, on what Seattle's doing right now. So uh, I think Dallas just needs to be prepared to come out of this game on both sides and, and not kind of – do this whole feel each other out situation. I think that they need to come out aggressively, attack on defense, see if they can force an incompletion early and make them punt and just get ahead of this game early and try to score points. And Because I think making both teams chase points, making this a passing contest, that's actually a better recipe for the Cowboys to win the game. I think it puts the Cowboys' defense in a better position to win the game and I, then I think it puts the Seattle defense in a worse position to win the game. So the Cowboys defense has the much has a much higher chance, I think, in a high-scoring affair of making a stop late, either through a sack or a rush or a hurry or something, than I think Seattle does if this is a uh, you know a game where everyone's throwing the ball over the field to try to score points. Yeah, you mentioned the Cowboys need to getting off need to get off to a hot start. Uh, they can't be punting the ball early to Seattle. They can't get down 10-0, 14-0 like they did to Atlanta. Got to jump out to a lead. Got to you know start 10-0, uh, make Seattle one-dimensional. Uh, and then maybe, maybe the Cowboys can let their pass rushers tee off and get to Russell Wilson. Uh, we're going to take a quick break before we do our game predictions. But let me tell you guys about Visa. Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities, Whether they're our corner stores, our coffee spots, or our favorite shops, local businesses have been there for us. They remember our orders, they call us by our names, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile to support us and our community. 
And right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with contactless Visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. Okay, Landon, it's my favorite part of the week, <laughs> making our game predictions. Um, I predicted Atlanta last week. I think you predicted the Cowboys. Um, I, I'm going to say we're both kind of right from, from last week. Our week oh, is that, is, that, is that what you're going to say? Okay, that's well, fair. I mean, that's I, fair. listen, <laughs> I, I, w- I was right for 59 minutes and 59 seconds of that game, you know, so... Um, taking the win wherever I can. All right, let's go ahead and make our predictions for this game. Uh, who do you see winning and why? I mean, I, I think I have to pick Seattle. I, 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 you know, Russell Wilson right now is playing at a level that is not seen in a while, uh, and I, I, I'm a big fan of this game. I have been for a long time, so uh, the fact the fact that Seattle is not kind of getting in his way now and the coaching staff is really unleashing him on early downs, I think it, it, it could have a – a terrifying effect on the NSC, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I, I think this is a game that the Cowboys can win. I, I mean, I, I don't think this is a hopeless game at all because I think the matchup is a situation where, if it gets into a, a scoring, uh, you know, a, a scoring match, I, I really do think that the Cowboys can win a shootout. Just because, even though Russell Wilson is fantastic, I think that the Cowboys may collectively have a better offense, and especially in. in in comparison to how they will have to win against a Seattle defense, so, but I'm still picking. I'm still picking Seattle because I th- I just think Russell Wilson is playing at an MVP level, uh, and and I don't know that the Dallas with the injuries that they've experienced so far is going to be able to keep up. Yeah. So for new listeners to the podcast of the show, uh, this is the first time in Locked On Cowboys history that Landon has ever ever chosen against the Cowboys. So. This is not the this is not the first time. This is that's <laughs> such a lie. That's a, it, that's, it. Might be the first time. It's pretty close. It's, um, it's it might be close, but it's not. Yeah. The first time. All right. So here's the thing: if the Cowboys were a hundred percent healthy and they had Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins and Leighton Vander Esch in their corners. I probably would pick them. I think they're the more talented team when they're when they're completely healthy. And look, there's a chance that we get to the end of the season and we get into the playoffs and the Cowboys are healthy. A lot of their big injuries right now, um, you know, they're guys that could potentially come back and be fine for the playoffs. So if we get to a playoff game, I think it's going to be totally different. In this one, with the way that Seattle is playing, with it being in Seattle, uh, with as healthy as they are compared to the Cowboys, um, you, you got to pick the Seahawks here. You know, I think they might be the best team in the NFC. I think you can make an argument they're maybe the best team in the NFL because of that head coach and quarterback combo uh, and all the experience they've had. So I expect this game to be close. Uh, I don't see a blowout for either side. Seattle plays in a bunch of wild games every year. Uh, even when they're up in games, they let teams come back. If they're way down, they find a way to fight back into it. They just don't play very many normal games. Yeah. Uh, and neither do the Cowboys, really. Look at the last two weeks. So uh, I'm picking Seattle. Let's say 34-31. to 31. Uh, A really, really fun game on that Sunday afternoon slot. I think it's going to tell us a lot about the Cowboys. If they can compete and they have a close win or a close loss even like you know what New England did last week, um, I think it'll tell us where they're at as a franchise and where they're at uh, this season. So 
a, a lot to be excited about with this contest. Um, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Lane at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. Enjoy the game. Go Cowboys.